Why are you giving that info away? Dude, okay, we're 54 minutes into this podcast. I can guarantee you, if any of my competitors listen, they don't listen 54 minutes in. This should be training <laughs> instead of listening to this. I Sure. I mean, some people listen to podcasts while they train, though. Oh, that's true. What up, party people, or whatever the hell Dylan wants to call all of y'all, since apparently he's too kosher drinking his kombucha while grazing his garden to actually know what a good time is. Okay, right off the bat, we settled the debate from last week about talent once and for all, but hey, don't worry, I set a time limit on the discussion this week, so if your eyes glazed over during the discussion last week when Drew mentioned talent wasn't a thing, just skip ahead 10, maybe 12 minutes, and you'll be on your merry way with the usual bonk bros banter. We've got things like the demise of cyclocross to talk about, what actually is a Grand Fondo, answer a couple listener questions, and Dylan shares his latest love in the world of gravel tires. If you have any questions or feedback for the show, drop us a note at bonkbrospodcast at gmail.com or hit us up at the Bonk Bros Instagram page. And if any of y'all will be at Cyclocross Nationals this weekend, make sure to give Dizzle all the filthy heckles you can muster. Okay, let's get this party started. Three, you just got so many things to do today. Too, too yeah. popular for us. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing right. in an interview okay. for uh freaking usa cycling or something well they interviewed me last week uh yesterday i was on the radio today i'm gonna be on the radio the again radio, the radio for <laughs> the what? radio for what is the 1960s <laughs> and don't even ask me what station because i just i don't even know that it's iheart radio though so how do you even listen to the radio these I think days through spotify i think you can listen to the radio through spotify <laughs> your car yeah, probably through your car, too. Yeah. Nobody does Is that. Is iHeartRadio a station? Wow. That was like I don't a, know, but that's where I was. That's like the like building app. I was in. Dizzle, and then today, you... at 10 o'clock, we have a press conference. So oh, wow. I guess I'd, Dang. I I can't believe I got invited to all this stuff. It's amazing. Dude, you're a, what station is that on? I don't know. <laughs> so, so are you a big deal in cyclocross <laughs> or a big deal in Louisville? Or both. Neither. Like, neither. But <laughs> but the two things are like, the two things have collided, and I'm the only one that's like in both realms. So, like, who else are they going to, you know what I mean? Man, of I all the people like, who are racing Crossnats and are from Louisville, I guess I'm the fastest guy. Man, I really feel like your mic is too close to your mouth. Your voice is overbearing. <laughs> I, I just turned it down. Sorry. <laughs> right. I usually, because I thought the same my thing. Bad. I was like, I can barely hear Scott. I was like, man, is Drew, like, is my Drew like out. yelling at the mic right <laughs> my now? My bad. I kind of was yelling, but I'll move it too, because I usually put it over there and. Right, I had right, it. Right. I had it. George is so amped. <laughs> I, know, right now. I am amped. I was hot dogging my my microphone. Oh, can't do that. <laughs> All right. Uh, so we got some feedback from the show last mm. week. <laughs> mm. Yeah, yeah. Oh, because you were uh, on. It, it, oh, it wasn't good. I wasn't on. No, I mean, I I, I listened to we'll it, it on the, retroactively. We'll, we'll blame it on Adam. <laughs> what happened? Yeah, just yeah. Blame it on the fact that I wasn't. No, no, no. The other Adam screwed it. Canadian Adam. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, he's hard to. Yeah, whatever. That's a different story. (laughs) No, actually, the 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 show was actually was actually pretty good. But there was one topic that you guys camped on for a little bit that the fans were not actual fans of, and that's this whole discussion of Dizzle completely disregarding talent whatsoever oh oh this that was like that was like a segue in today's topic i gotcha 
Is this today's I mean, topic? But, but Are we going to spend here, the whole podcast talking about this? I've got a no, whole argument prepared. All right, let, I want right. to hear it. Okay, well, here's the thing. Okay, because I for our don't. listeners out there, we <laughs> we had some people that said they they wrote in and said that they tuned out. They like turned the podcast off when Drew you started saying that talent doesn't exist. They were just like, nope, not about it. So here's the thing. What? So for all those listeners out there who didn't <laughs> like that conversation, I'm setting a timer right now. You're going to see it on my phone for 10 minutes. Hey, all you, you listeners on that, this for 10 that, minutes. you guys are idiots. Oh, dang, <laughs> dude. Wow. You guys are so dumb. You guys are going to side That's, with Dylan on this? Dude, like, we, just lost, on. We, we just lost half our listeners dude. right there. How, how about this? So, how about dude, you're this? You're wild. Why, why doesn't everybody take dude. a step back and think, who is the most cerebral cyclist? And <laughs> there you go. Like, all right, do you, do you want the timer to start now? Is this part of your argument here? Um, I actually didn't have, it for 10 I think, minutes. I re- you don't I like this Drew, conversation? Just I, skip I really didn't have time to prepare what I was saying, but, um, why do you need to prepare? This is bonk bros. There was a really good book that I read by Angela Duckworth called grit. And I I don't think the, 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 like the premise of the book was necessarily to like get rid of talent or to push down talent. But obviously the whole point of the book is to her arguing that grit is more of a determinant of success than talent. Uh, so, so all of this is not your, personal opinion it's just what you read in some book. all of our opinions are angela are duckworth all of our opinions are based off of what we've read and what we've been taught and what we've thought about throughout our lives and i have read this book and i have determined that yeah i agree with angela duckworth i like the word grit way more than i like the word talent i'm not saying well, talent doesn't exist i think we give it i think we give it way more credit than it deserves is it is this the end of your argument is that your whole argument drew I mean, I don't know where else do you, what else do you guys want to talk about? <laughs> All right. So I have like a you. feeling, I have a feeling that we're not on the same page. Like, I don't know how we define talent because Ooh, there's talent, good thing you, good thing you there's brought talent that and there's genetics. Genetics can be measured. Like, obviously we have different DNA. We have different genetics. We have different True. genes that set us apart from others so, that so make us more yeah. prone for whatever endurance sports. I, and I, I agree with that. Pulled up the Webster's but talent isn't necessarily genetics. I don't think talent is like some. Her, dude, on, let form. Adam. Let Adam dictionary us yeah. right now. All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna okay. set the definition out there because I think there is a little <clears> bit of semantics <throat> that we're getting into, or you guys were getting into last week. Okay, so talent, natural aptitude or skill for something. Yeah, natural. Okay. Natural. I don't Genetic. I don't like that word either. Natural. Relating to genes or hereditary. Yeah, completely or heredity. Completely different. You can have really good genes and not be a what? natural. Wait, was that was that a definition that you just read? Those are those are yeah, those are the two right, definitions. Read, read so the talent. second definition again. Read it again. Oh, of genetic? No, of talent. Uh relate read the what? second definition of talent that you just read again. No, no, no. The second <clears throat> definition I read was was the definition of genetic. Oh, okay, okay, gotcha. Relating to one's genes or heredity. All right, so, Drew, let me ask you a question. When somebody says that a writer is talented, what do you think that they are referring to? Their natural ability. Like, okay. Like, that they, that they, that they, that they, that they, solely their natural ability? That they picked up a bike and they were good at it. When somebody says natural. When I think of talent, I think of somebody who doesn't try hard. When somebody says natural ability, so just as an example, me, when I say somebody is talented, 
I'm only speaking for myself right now. When I say somebody's talented, what I am referring to is their genetic potential. And I think that's what most people refer to when they say somebody is talented. Mm, I don't, I don't, that's not what I mean when I say it. <laughs> okay. So I, I, I don't know if you want to hear this, but I did, I did actually pull up some studies. I know this is bonk bros. This is like the, the anti-studies, anti-preparation podcast. But I did pull up some studies if you want to some hear them. studies. Well, I'm not going to argue on <laughs> genetics. Just like, <laughs> if the, if the studies are about genetics, then... When, when <laughs> go ahead. Yeah, read your studies, buddy. Okay. All right. So just as an example... Um, there's research that that has all the participants they take they take non-active, you know, non-sporting participants, just a sample of participants that don't do sports and they have them do the same exercise protocol. All of them do the same exercise protocol for say a month or two months or however long the study protocol goes. There's been multiple studies that have this same study design. And then at the end of the study they see by the way, they all do the same training protocol. It's not difference in training protocol. Not one person is training more. One person is training less. Everybody trains the same. And then at the end of the study, they measure uh, the, the difference in improvement, right? What they find is that there, there's a bell curve of improvement. So there are people, there's, there's a median level of improvement, uh, that most people improve, and then there are people who improve a ton. And there are actually people who don't improve at all. Like they don't, they didn't improve one bit throughout the entire study. So, just as an example, one of them that I pulled up, the range for improvement was zero to a hundred percent. A hundred percent meaning that they doubled their fitness level. Zero meaning they there was no change in their fitness level for the exact same training protocol over the study period are you done so yeah i'm it. done go thank god and, and so that's your that's your <laughs> <laughs> that's just your you're trying to back up the fact that you're relating talent and genetic potential kind of as one and that it exists it's not just like some fallacy yeah i guess so i mean so but from what i heard last week like drew at the end you were starting to say you agree with the fact that genetics are a thing. I agree with like, what Dylan just there said. Was, there was another review. So remember how you said uh, talent's like 10% or something? There was another review that actually tried to put a percentage on how much genetics plays a part in sports performance, and they estimated that it's 50%. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Okay, so I so I guess that what we're getting into now is that for some <laughs> reason you think that there's a difference between talent and genetics. And I guess what I'm saying is that almost every single person, when they are talking about talent in relation to sports, they're talking about genetic potential. Yeah, I guess so. Maybe that's I just don't I really just don't like it when people say that person is talented. Even if you said somebody's genetically gifted. That's just like a cop out. That's like saying they that's Dude, like that's like saying like they got there without working hard. Like I don't I don't think anyone is That's not what anyone <laughs> says though. That's not that's not what they're yeah, saying. Yeah, I know. It's just what I think, I guess. They, they they might say that in the context of like uh like let's say there's a superstar junior who then like all of a sudden fall, falls off the face of sport because they get into other things 
And they might say like, oh, that person was so talented. They just didn't have the work ethic. Like that's one yes. thing. But but most of the time, that's not the case here. That's not what people are saying. Like, no, someone says, I was like, at a race oh, yeah, a couple person- weeks ago and the announcer said, oh, this person's so talented. And it kind of irked me because when you say that, it's like you're saying they're different. They're special. The only reason they're good is because they had some kind of they are. They had some kind of special potential that nobody else has. And so it's like you're making an excuse for yourself. That's true. The person who says that somebody else is talented is just saying that to make themselves feel better because they realize like or they're just trying to like cop out because they're like, oh, well, I couldn't be that good because I'm not that talented. That's a cop out. Like, who knows? You don't nobody knows how talented anybody is until you put in effort. Drew, I will I will agree with you that nobody is measuring people's genetics when they say this person is talented or that person's talented. So they don't actually know how talented a person is. It's however, what however, what I will say is that when you get to the pro level, almost every single writer is is more talented, quite a bit more talented than the general population. I mean, you could make an argument that anybody totally. that yeah. anybody who gets paid to race their bike is talented. I I used to be in your camp too. Like man. I used to think that I used to think that it was more hard work than anything else, and that if you just put in the the hard work, like eventually you're going to get to the top. Um, That's how I feel, and you want to believe that. Like you want to. I absolutely that feel that way. <laughs> like hard work is somewhat like so for, for people that so are motivated. Drew, hard work is somewhat unlimited. So Drew, you said now now you just said you feel that way that if you put in the hard work, you'll get to the top. How does how does that resonate with the study that I just referenced? Where there's there are there are literally people who it it doesn't matter how much they train, they make almost no improvement because because of ignorance. That's why because we are ignorant to who to who to where each person is on that bell curve. So who am I to say? Well, you're you know you're on the left great. side of the bell curve. So just don't even try now. It's like because we don't know. We I don't know where. Yeah, I'm I mean, on that I, I'm in. A, I'm in agreement. The only way in, to know is to work hard. Is to yeah. try. Yeah, I'm in totally. agreement and, and that I you should just assume where people are on the bell curve. But the bell curve exists. Yeah. So here, this kind of takes what you're saying and what I'm saying and combines them. In that book by Angela Duckworth, she has an equation for grit. Her book is called Grit. She's got the grit equation. And the grit equation oh. is that there's talent times up times effort. So you take somebody's talent and how hard they work, and that creates skill. But then there's a second equation of you take that skill and the skill times effort again equals achievement. So effort, she puts effort into this equation twice. Talent times twice. effort equals skill. Skill times effort equals achievement. So what she's like a whole premise of her book is that right there that effort is in the equation twice whereas talent talent is only in it once like you could have all the talent in the world but if you don't apply that talent it's just going to be unmet potential well agree correct and and what she's getting that there is that that the outcome is exponential based on how much work you put in because the talent never the talent never improves like you can't you can't get more talent you can't get more genetics Correct. yeah, right? yeah you can't, right. what is like, what it is yeah cultivate that but you can get more you, you can input more hard yeah. work and increase your skill so i think yeah. that's what she's that that's where she's getting that from right right 
I, I, I still don't understand how you think there's a difference between talent and genetics. I mean, I think that almost every... I don't, know. I don't, I mean, I don't think he does. I, I think... I guess I don't. I don't think don't. he does. Yeah. I think he just doesn't like the I word I really talent. don't like the word talent. Yeah, that's what it boils down to. Yeah, if somebody... Even if somebody did say I had good genetics, I would I would argue, no, I don't... I don't. Okay, the what, other you thing... Look at that, my mom, you look at my mom and my dad, and it's like... So, so Drew, the, well, Drew, the other thing that... It's not direct from your, your parents. Drew, the other thing that Adam I mean, brought up last week was... Spot on, and it didn't get enough attention. Everybody thinks that their genetics isn't as good as everybody else, and everybody thinks they work harder than everybody else. That is so true. From me, from from hanging around bike racers my entire life, that is a spot on observation by Adam. That everybody thinks that their genetics is worse, and everybody thinks that they work harder than everyone else. I mean, I probably get decent genetics, but. I haven't had anything handed to me. And I would say the same thing about you, Dylan. You sucked in college. So, like, gene- your genetics obviously aren't there either. <laughs> I was smoking you in college. If anything, I have more, I have better genetics than you do, probably. You just had to work for a no, lot longer probably. than I had to to get good. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about that, too. I'm like, I would think that you'd be arguing with me even more so. Because you've had to work super hard to get where you are. And you're still just mediocre. <laughs> no one's arguing that you don't have to work hard like that's never yeah i guess argument. yeah 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 you guys aren't saying that i know i know so so i, the, I just don't like the word here. talent like i just really Dude, the don't. time's been up for like three minutes our <laughs> listeners are tuning no, i'm serious i just episode. don't like that word so in the book so, she gives a really good example of like a swimmer and i just yeah i don't know uh, so the the so all right so so instead of like the usa cycling having talent id camps would you be better or would you Effort be ID. more in favor of them calling them like like potential ID camps? Because then you're like, well, this dude's got potential because he's talented or this dude's got potential because he's got a hard work ethic. I don't like know. You can I, I think the Disney princess from both perspectives. The Disney princess in me just wishes, just thinks that like <laughs> that everybody could be good if they tried hard. Like I hate saying, I hate the idea of us. Yeah, I think that's the American. Yeah, idea. I don't know. I hate the idea of us discrediting somebody just because of their potential like yeah who am I, I, to be I able agree. to say somebody's going to be a future failure if that future is unrecognized like right now like true, there's all true. kinds of anomalies right like i agree that in an ideal world everybody would have the same genetic potential and then the winners would just be the ones that worked the hardest but that's not the reality of the world that we live in yeah you're probably right <laughs> it doesn't mean that you shouldn't keep trying though (laughs) that sounds like you guys are like (laughs) like a therapy session or something (laughs) all right so can we move on i can move on the the time has been at least hopefully people at least recognize where i'm coming from i don't think so no (laughs) i'm sorry for calling you idiots it's not your fault it's not your fault it's not your fault guys you're just not so cerebral is that really determined I thought I the whole episode was going to be about this. The whole dude, we can't yeah, talk about this for the whole. Episode. I have like, I have so many. The rest of the episode s- is going to be about how cyclocross. I've got Scott, so many more. Scott quotes was like to halfway say. through that conversation. Scott was like getting up to organize his room or something. Well, if anybody <laughs> is still upset about this topic, they should read the book Grit. Maybe I should reread it. Maybe I'll make a YouTube <laughs> video about it. I don't know. <laughs> read that book. <laughs> it's really good. And you'll you'll maybe maybe after you read that book, you'll have second thoughts about this word talent. I'm serious. All right, we need to move on because because we're we're backtracking now. And it's, it's who do you think the most talented anywhere. guy racing cross nationals is? Nationals talented? Yeah, no, 
Um, Do you think the most talented guy is going to win or the guy who worked the hardest? <laughs> Dang, mm, Scott, in this case, nailing me. <laughs> I'm not saying that in the this case, who, actually, it's probably not the guy that's worked the hardest. Who do you think's worked the hardest, Curtis? If I had to, if I had to guess, I would say Curtis has probably worked the hardest. Mm. He did win last year, though. He won last year, but I don't, I don't think he's going to win this year. Yeah, you think? You think? Okay, are we getting into our uh, cross nats predictions now? Let's get into it. Yeah, wow. what a segue, Scott. Good job. That was really good. <laughs> wow, Scott, that was like spot on. That was really good. <laughs> All right, let's uh, on on three. Let's give our predictions All at the same time. Ready? One at the same time. No. One, Are we just saying last two, name? Two, three. Drew Bruner. Gage. Who? I said Bruner. <laughs> <laughs> Drew said Bruner. Dylan said. Dylan said. Dylan Dizzle. said me. <laughs> <laughs> Scott didn't say well, I, I, I don't know. Scott's like I'm not there. So, um, but I have a question. I don't know who's competing. Okay. Is is Strohmeyer uh, doing the elite we, race? Can, yeah, Strohmeyer's doing the elite race. All right, then him. Oh wow, really, dude? That that dude is talented for sure. I think Strohmeyer and, and Gage Heck are like the like they're the they're the curveballs. Like they could they could they could mix up the race if they. If they show up on good form, can we find it? Is, is it on ca- is Carrie racing? No one said anything race. about Carrie. <laughs> yeah, Carrie is going to lose, <laughs> dude. I mean, Carrie was I'm Carrie was not far behind. Carrie was Kurt. not far behind Curtis Kurt, yeah. at uh, Hendo. Dude, we already said Curtis isn't going to win. No one yeah, said Curtis. No one true. said Curtis. And if Carrie <laughs> can't beat Curtis, then and yeah. All right, all right, all right. Fair enough. Carrie is coming. I'm hosting like a, a spaghetti dinner with a bunch of juniors, and Carrie's coming to hang out. At your house? Yeah, I saw that. That's pretty sweet. Not at my house. I was thinking about doing it at my house, but then I thought my house is probably not big enough, so we're going to do it at my church, which Dude, is right down the street. Oh, nice. I'm actually really glad it's not at your house because you put your you put that address on Instagram, and I was like, "Dude, is he putting his address yeah, on Instagram?" Yeah, you should have the, the place. Yeah, like this it's church. church. <laughs> Yeah, I know, but I didn't want to like scare people if they had to go to a church. Some people are weird about that. Oh well, then you say like the hall. (laughs) We don't really. It's just like (laughs) we don't have a hall. The name of the room is in the church. How how far do you live from the the Drew? How far do you live from the course? (laughs) Uh, From a ride, I we rode there the other day, and it wasn't the most direct route, and it was fifteen miles, but it's only like a ten mile drive. Hmm. Okay, cool, dude. Can you not sign up for the race anymore? Why are you trying to hightail it down? <laughs> How much no, does it no. cost to sign up this year? Oh, probably like $5,000. Would you pay for the parking? No, I'm trying to find the start list. I didn't pay for parking. I'm I'm using somebody else's tent. How much does it cost? <sighs> Too much for me to spend. Do you guys have uh do you guys have it prediction like, for the women's race? Clara Hansinger. Is she racing? Mm-hmm. I'm assuming she's racing. She'll smoke everybody. Dude, what? Where is this? She's won by like such a big gap the last two years that it's like unreal. And she's on good form this year. Oh, I don't know. She barely raced, but there there were only three women that raced in Georgia last week. It was crazy. From one, is there no one? No women race cyclocross anymore. At one o'clock, they had the UCI juniors race, and it was two guys. Two guys Wait, were seriously? on the course. I swear, two guys were on the course for the UCI juniors race. Two guys, and then right Cycle after that was the UCI women's race, day, and there were three people on Come course. On. So f- over the ma- over the p- time period of two hours, there were only five people who had raced 
on the course. Man, I feel like I wow. feel like when I was when I was a junior, I feel like people were really excited about cyclocross. Like that was the heyday of US cyclocross. If, yeah. if you compare when I was a junior versus now, I mean cyclocross is it, it's just gone down the tank. Probably depends on where you are. The people up in Indianapolis are like there's like it's growing there. Like there's there's like 50 kids on this Midwest Devo junior team, mm-hmm. but you contrast that with Louisville, and there's like five juniors. Does does Nike do <clears throat> cross? Dude, I think no. they try to. Like the Nike team here is doing a little bit, but they're mostly mountain bike. Dude, Cade. Oh, I didn't know Cade was from Louisville. Oh no, he's from Louisville. I was like, what? <laughs> I think I would know that. Uh, he's he's racing the elite race. I didn't even know he raced like Cade Bigmore. Yeah. He did like the first half of the season. He did like go really? cross in Rochester, Baltimore. I finally oh, found the so- list. There's. 27 women and 41 men. So this is man that's a slim this is cyclocross yeah. in the US. What is do you have an idea of what cyclocross in Europe like is cyclocross in Europe just as popular as it's ever been? I think so, yeah. So there's no it's just a US phenomenon that cyclocross is dying. Yeah. Yeah, just like it's just a US phenomenon that gravels such a Honestly, like, say, I wonder if I wonder catch, it's catching up <clears throat> internationally but yeah. I wonder if those two things are correlated because now because yeah. the U.S. is such a like our cycling events are only popular because they're participant based, whereas in Europe it's like spectator based. So I wonder if like gravel has pulled so many people out of cross that now cross, seem, which I just don't understand, seems like it's dead like, because all of the participants who is like, I'm going to take this exact same bike and instead of racing for 30 minutes, I'm going to do it for freaking 18 hours. <laughs> I've literally, that's, that it is the same bike. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> I'd rather race six hours than an hour. I mean, gravel events are fun, I mean, but like, how, dude, but so are cyclocross events. Like if you want to spend a whole day with your friends hanging out on bikes, just go to a cyclocross race and you only have to race for 30 minutes or an hour. We still get to do like all the fun stuff. Like Drew, to your, to your point, how many, how many, how many riders are doing exactly what you're doing right now where they used to be all about cross and now they're trying to make a name for themselves in gravel. Is, would you count Carrie? Yeah, absolutely. Totally. Carrie, Lance, Tobin. A lot I mean, you could, then. you might say Bruner, although Bruner, I, mean, I think he's going back to cross. Nah, I wouldn't. Bruner tried, but yeah, didn't, didn't work out. Yeah. Scott. And, and you see it like with all these people like <laughs> making posts too, they're like, they're like, finally get to do the fun part of my season and get to have like three cyclocross races. Like yeah. most of these guys that have, or, or, and girls that have like made the transition are like, yeah, they're not like super stoked. Nope, they on don't. It. Yeah. I'm I think they're stoked on it. I'm like overcrossed. <laughs> but are you overcrossed because cross is over? Uh, uh, no. I just think I really like long races now. Okay. Like I just what prefer if, them. What if uh what if in a hypothetical, you know, um polar opposite universe, uh everybody was coming from gravel to cyclocross and there was a lifetime Grand Prix for cyclocross and gravel was slowly dying. There used to be. There wasn't there wasn't there like big series back in the day? The USGP, but it wasn't like exclusive like this and there wasn't near as much money and That's all true. that stuff. But everybody talked True. about the good old days of the USGP and how we need to mm-hmm. recreate it or whatever. But I mean, yeah. the, the same thing is happening with cross-country mountain bike racing. Cross-country mountain bike racing is, is dying, if not dead, in the U.S. right now. I mean, it would actually honestly be better if they did that with cyclocross because then they could actually have an exclusive race. 
they could say like this is just the lifetime grand prix cyclocross race and it's one hour and it's only the the grand prix field that's basically like what world cups are <clears throat> i guess they have this like u.s pro calendar or whatever but curtis is the only one that does it so he wins it every year <laughs> <laughs> didn't 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 like carrie make a post about that like or talk about that a couple years ago because he was like trying to win it and then he and then like someone out like curtis won it but then carrie was like yeah you don't really get anything for winning it. it's just jersey. like saying you want yeah, it it's literally just a jersey yeah no there's they money. used to they used to do money yeah but i don't know there's money now there's still money yeah it used to not be money oh oh maybe that's what oh, maybe like that's what it was back in the day something. there wasn't money 10 grand and only what? curtis is doing it <laughs> no like that's the total purse for like oh, the total man. yeah yeah okay, okay gotcha so it's 20 oh. grand i guess gotcha okay split between okay. how many people I think really it's don't like market, top 10. They, they I really don't, don't market these things that well because I haven't. I that's haven't what I'm. That. I'm also so, <laughs> just kind of guessing. I don't actually know. Yeah, I haven't heard, I <laughs> I haven't heard that at all. What if it was like secretly like 100K <laughs> and just no one knew about it? It was bigger than the Grand, the Grand Prix prize purse. And yeah, that's what I'm saying about BWR. Why don't they advertise their prize money better? Like, I think that a lot of the Grand Prix riders could have made more money if they focused on BWR. How much? How I'm much glad the they, I'm glad they did it. <laughs> What's what? the BWR prize? The winner Dude, gets five thousand. Drew won like three grand 35. and spent twenty five hundred going to Mexico, so he made five hundred dollars. <laughs> so each round has prize money. Where the each round has prize money, but the prize money at each round varies, and it's not as much. Yeah. And then there's an overall prize purse for like the series. How much is it, like, last if you year? Win this, one of them. How much do you get? Just a one. Well, just one it, depends, it depends which it depends one. on which one usually it's 750 <laughs> it's usually 750 like california is probably yeah, five grand no, well, 750 dollars no, no, no. to win it it's not that that's much it? that's way it's not that much for california no, their 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 per event prize payout is not that good it's like 750 500 250 for all the other ones and at cali it might be double that so like i think maybe 1500 or 2000 to the winner it's definitely not five dude it's that's definitely like, not five thousand dude just think about the effort that you put in to get third at a bwr and you you get not even your registration yeah. back yeah no yeah i know i know you're telling me i got third twice this year <laughs> don't tell like i know if you were more talented you could have gotten first oh wait wait time. i do know because at, Me- at mexico at mexico mexico was the highest prize purse for any of the bwrs and it went two thousand 1,800, I think. All right, that's like not worth okay. it then. Were you yeah. considering it, Scott? Dude, I'll consider it. <laughs> or you could go to the Snake Alley weekend, and I think the winner of like the winner of Snake Alley gets a thousand bucks. That's not even like on the pro circuit or anything. That's just like a regional race. Yeah, there's like four crits within two hours of my house where I only have to ride for two hours and I can probably win like two or three right. grand. Drew, what exactly what do you think takes more more talent to be good at bike racing or chess bike racing dude some some really? chess players are gonna freak out if no, any bike, of them listen to this racing, podcast <laughs> yeah because genetics isn't really uh an equation what are you serious i mean there's like, a, i guess maybe your brain genetics but I, like, iq that's that is, yeah, that genetics, is genetics, dude. iq you, is highly highly genetic genetic Oh, this, yeah. I'm still going to. I mean, you can I'm improve your gonna, IQ. I'm still going to stop bike racing. N- nearly. Like, that was on full display in the first 10 minutes of this podcast. <laughs> what? 
Are you saying I'm dumb? Are you All trying right, to so say I'm proving, dumb? You're proving Are my you point. Are you trying to say that I'm dumb? <laughs> All right, so we got. I'm pulling out some names here for for the men's field for cross nets. We got Bruners in there, Dizzles in there. Uh, let's see. I'm just I'm just saying the ones that like Gage, Lance Hayden, Andrew Strohmeyer, Kerry Warner, Curtis Gage. White. Those are the guys. Yep, Strohmeyer. Hmm. Is Lane Meyer? In, I mean, is he um, doing any? He might, but he's not going to be a top guy. Okay, because he he was like uh, he won juniors a few times. I think. Yeah, but he's taking a couple years off and stuff. Okay, so Strohmeyer, Caleb Schwartz. I mean, oh, yeah, yeah. depending on conditions, he's consistently Gary like, and Curtis close. <laughs> he's like me. Like, yeah, our names always kind of get mixed in, but like we're never really the guys that are winning. And then on the women's side, Drew, what's your uh, what's your celebration going to be if you win? Nothing. Nothing. Just come Drew's across the line. So, he's going to be so amped. He'll be that guy that crashes over the finish line with his hands off the Did bars. I win? <laughs> <laughs> the 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 I think we've talked about this before on this podcast, but the most boss move ever is to win like world championships or something and not celebrate at all. Just act like it's a you're done with your training ride. Just turn off your, you know, pause your Garmin <laughs> and be like, okay, well, got a new uh, PR. That's cool. No, and, and immediately, immediately look at your normalized power and send it to Dylan. <laughs> I think there was a year. I think the last time they were here in in Louisville, when Stephen Hyde won, I think he was it Stephen or Curtis. I don't know. One of them got off their bikes to like point to their bike or something and they hadn't crossed the line yet and it was kind of funny and they were like oh snap and then they like if they hadn't realized that they could have lost <laughs> <laughs> really yeah, i mean I I, have you ever seen these uh don't celebrate too early compilations on youtube oh yeah and there's there's often yeah. cyclists in there where they're like putting their hands up before the finish and then some other person just sprints by them <laughs> and takes it yeah. Dude, did you ever see in the Olympics that one time with the the snowboard cross <laughs> yeah. chick who like she was like mm-hmm. way off the front and she like went to like do a grab off the final yeah. jump and crashed and then got like fourth. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. I did see that. That was probably in one of these compilations that I watched. There's a there's <laughs> yeah. a lot of them in various sports where the person winning celebrates too early and then loses, and it's really embarrassing. Well, yeah. I'm a long shot for winning this weekend, so I haven't really thought about my celebration. So it'd probably be a sporadic, you know, whatever I feel like doing in the moment kind of thing. Um, it looks like Clara is going to be there, so she would. She would. Dude, be how were you? How, here, how were you more confident that you were going to win Big Sugar than than win <laughs> cross nationals? Is my question. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like in a gravel race, there's more, uh, there's more chance for the unknown. Uh, like there's more mm-hmm. time for the race to play out. So like, like Borselman almost got away, you know, like that would have been an upset, you know, like, yeah, but if that you kind of stuff is before, more likely to happen. If you asked me for the, before the race, does Borselman have a chance of winning? I would have said, yeah, he does have a chance of winning. If you were yeah, to ask he me was before like, the race, does not one Drew of have a chance of winning? <laughs> I would have said, no, Drew. I don't does think not I ever like said, if I said I was going to win BWR, oh it was gosh. totally in smack talk. It was we like, need a, I was, dude, we I need was a totally like, <laughs> I You're say a- that stuff to be goofy, but I don't actually think I'm going to win. I just, when I say, you got to do this, you got to do some math. If I, if I, if I'm goofing off and say, I think I'm going to win big sugar, just, just slot, like just chop 
10 or 15 places off of that. And that's what I'm actually saying. Like, yeah, maybe top 10 or 15. In reality, we had to chop like 23 places off of that, but (laughs) (laughs) right. Right. (laughs) Drew, what's the, what are the conditions going to be like? Brutal. It's supposed to rain all day, Saturday and Sunday, like inch, like inches of rain. Gross. Today it's nice. It's supposed to be in the sixties today. So is the rain good or bad for you? I don't know. You don't know. So is it going to be like a couple of years ago where Carrie was talking about mm. how he ran more of the lab? No, they, road? because that course and those conditions were so brutal, they changed the course a lot to where more of the race happens up on the flatland part of the park and less of the course is on that hillside. So hmm. even if it is get super muddy, it wouldn't be like running half the course. It would still be. Is there that gigantic staircase still? Uh, there's a. F- I don't think there was a staircase. What are you talking about? Like the stone steps? What, weren't there like? St- well, yeah, stone. Yeah, stairs, but they're not giant. They're like stairs, whatever. You can like pedal right over them. They were. They're not that. You couldn't pedal over them two five years ago or whatever. Were you there? I watched yeah, it you couldn't TV. because it was all muddy, but if it wasn't muddy, you could just ride right over them. Like, they're not that... They're, oh, really? The lip is only, like, this big. It's just like, did you oh, not okay. watch my video? It, it looked way more my, exaggerated on TV. You didn't watch my video, dude? Like, come on. It's <laughs> on the, It's on the video. It's literally the thumbnail. What video? <laughs> my, pre-ride, what video? My, <laughs> my pre-ride redemption video. I watched it. See? Hmm. No, I didn't watch what that. Thanks, Scott. Did you give it a thumbs up? I was just trying to figure out what bike he was riding the whole time. Crux. Blacked out crux. Murdered out crux. Although, maybe not next year. Did you still have your gravel tires on there? <laughs> no. Are they, gonna, Lim- are they going to change? challenge uh, baby Limus. Are they going to change the rule about the tire width and cross or what? I don't think so. Then they'd have to, I heard then that, they'd they, have to, that they were considering They'd it. have to get rid of all those cool little tools they use right before the start when they go <laughs> and they check somebody's tire. <laughs> Because, uh, I, I mean, before long, road tires are going to be wider than cross tires, and then it's just going to be really weird. You think so? Do you want to hear some shit? Yeah, let's hear it. <laughs> yeah, let's hear it. <laughs> we should so start every episode with Scott saying new, that. There's a new UCI 1.2 race, which is a one-day race in New York. You know, like the Grand Fondo New York? Have you ever heard of this? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nope. It's a big <laughs> Grand Fondo, apparently. And they're having, a, like, a pro race. Is it bigger guess, or guess smaller than Ragbride? Smaller. Ragbride is literally the biggest group ride in the world. More riders do Ragbride than any other cycling event in the world. I think this Fondo is like like people. I don't know. Apparently, it's a big deal. <laughs> but anyways, you're having an actual race, not a fake race. Um, yeah. Oh, guess, guess what? Ragbride is not even a race. You guys are. Dumb. Guess what day the pro race is? Monday. Monday. The same day as U.S. Nationals. Oh wow. For, for pro, pro road yeah. nationals, that's yeah. terrible. For real, I mean, yeah. this is like Dude, hell yeah. I'm gonna show up, man. This is like uh, USA Cycling scheduling their national championship for mountain bike the same day as a lifetime Grand Prix race. This is worse. It's the same discipline. That's a different discipline, but yeah, no <laughs> one. True. This Very is worse. True. Yeah. So what? Which one are you gonna do? Nationals. It's in okay. West Virginia. <laughs> is that good? Is that How good for you? That you sounds like nationals. a lot of climbing. I don't care. It's West Virginia is cool. Yeah, I'm, okay. I'm, I think I'm going to do it because West Virginia <laughs> Nationals in West Virginia does sound cool. I'm pretty sure I'm going to try to do it. Too. Where Where in West Virginia? Charleston, West Virginia. Yeah, dude, you're going to get dropped on a climb. Me or Scott? Both of you. <laughs> Who says I can't climb? <laughs> yeah, why can't um, I climb? 
I mean, you guys can climb okay, I guess. But Me and know. Scott have both been top 20 at Pro Road Nats on a hilly course before. Yeah, but no one cares about top 20. I was well, top 10. Once. Yeah, I thought he was top 10. <laughs> I had to say I top 20. Times. I had to say top 20 to include Also, I thought so. that climb was like three minutes long. Yeah. Did you do the climb, Dylan? Yeah, that's a climb. Well, how, how many minutes you, long was you, it? Three minutes? Yeah, but the course was only 12 minutes long. Okay, so I, I'm just saying West like 15, Virginia. It was like West Virginia's got loops. some climbs that are you know 10 to 30 <clears throat> minutes depending on yeah but i don't it's like a circuit so it's likely going to be like a, a short punchy climb they're not going to make it like a fucking mountaintop finish okay like mm, the, yeah. like it, how many pro road nets have you done dylan just <laughs> shut up Dylan. you should do it if you think you're such a fucking climber i don't think i'm a climber <laughs> me, say, uh, me saying you guys aren't climbers That's does not I'm insinuate saying. that i am a climber <laughs> you should do it since you're a climber you might win <laughs> I don't think I am a climber. <laughs> I think I'm about as good as about as good at climbing as you two. I think the three of us would all be neck and neck up a climb. We should do like a hill climb championship race. Okay, Just straight on, up on the secret hill in uh, Brevard two seventy six. No, a, a barbecue hill. <laughs> what? It's a thirty second climb. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, yeah, they scheduled it on the same day. Wow! So there's like what? You could just go. You could just go do the the fun race at the New York one. There's yeah, like could four do Grand Fonda, four races in America, four or five UCI races in America, and they put it the same day as Nationals. Do you think they'll move it though? Well, the problem is the Grand Fondo thing is like a way bigger <laughs> event than USA than Nationals, and USA Cycling isn't going to move Nash. Like, so why can't they do the pro race the next weekend or something? Like why it's, does it got like, have to? What I'm saying no one's is gonna it's going to be a way harder for them to move the New York race than Nationals probably. Okay, and they're not going to move oh, Nationals. Okay. So that's why it's scheduled on the same weekend. Yeah, because they've had like the Fondo has been on this weekend for like ever, right? Don't and they? Then just, don't like, they so why did nationals? they make it? Why did they do Didn't, a pro race then? Why if they knew that it was going to conflict? Why would they, they even do a pro race? Isn't Grand Fondo New New York the Grand Fondo that uh, some masters dude got busted for doping at a couple years back? Probably doesn't that happen all the time? Sounds probably. <laughs> it's like every Grand Fondo. <laughs> like they actually drug test it, the Grand Fondo New York, right? I think there's like a lot of prize money or something for the Grand Fondo. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> so so. <laughs> You can do the non-pro race and win a lot of money. Are you looking it up right now, Scott? Yeah. Oh, shit. Okay. All right. So Grand Fondo New York is like a uh, company. Like a, They have like 30 Grand Fondos. They call oh. it GFNY. It's like a series? Yeah, they got shit in Malaysia, Miami. What? I didn't know that Grand Fondos were that big of a deal. Dude, people love Grand Fondos. I, I still don't. Is Grand Fondos like the underground gravel it's race? I think I'm going to host a Fondo <laughs> In my hometown here in the spring. Dude, so... It's basically just a paved gravel race. You gotta qualify for mm, it. It's like a... It's like a... It's like a... A, oh, wait, a paved enduro. Yeah, yeah I was gonna do... A I was gonna do... race. I was gonna do, like, uphill timed segments just for fun. That's so what a Grand like, Fondo is, right? right here's just a, a long ride a with paved. If you use arrow bars, you get a 20-minute penalty. Is it worth it? <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> okay. 20-minute penalty over the whole thing or just for the segments? I don't know how it Aren't works. the segments, like, uphill anyway? Not wearing a helmet, 10-minute mm, penalty. Not all the time. What? 
That's allowed. You can just <laughs> not wear Spike number alteration, 10 minute penalty. Oh wow! Ooh, oh wow! Dylan, gravel needs to start. What if un? What if unbound said if you, you can you can <laughs> run arrow bars, but it's a twenty minute penalty. You can alter your number, but it's a ten minute penalty. Doping disqualification. Dang. You <laughs> think they'd give a penalty? What if it was just a thirty oh, minute penalty? Thirty minute penalty. <laughs> Doping. Come on. Thirty minute penalty. <laughs> like you know what they need to do is put the penalty at a level where you actually have to think about whether it's worth it or not. Like yeah. doping should be like right. a twenty minute penalty, and you'd be like, "I bet I could make up twenty minutes by like, doping." Like for unbound, they should go on bike best bike split and calculate like what an arrow bar would advantage mm-hmm. you, and then you know say it's like all right, seven minutes and twenty seven second penalty, <laughs> and then you have to decide like, can you beat that? Like, can can you get more advantage out of the arrow bars or yeah. not? Agreed. <laughs> so what's the deal, Scott? How much money is there? For I can't the find it. Non pro. I don't know. I don't know what's going on here. I can't believe you're allowed <laughs> to not wear a helmet, but it's just a time penalty if you don't. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> like what? I mean, you have to sign away. How, how much is the penalty if you pee on the course? Ooh, that's probably in there. Is there any positive? Um, like, is there, is there anything that you can nothing. do to get a positive time? Everyone probably pees there. Like, mm. like donate $10 and get five minute additionals. Additional give, 10 a, minutes? give a competitor your water bottle if they ran out. Plus, plus ten minutes. Five minutes. Mm. Yeah. Help an old lady cross the street. Dude, what if minutes. what if there was a what if there was a spirit of gravel race where the more things that you did that were in line with the spirit of gravel, the more time bonuses you got, and the more things that were against the spirit of gravel, the more time not bonuses. The opposite. Dude, that I like that. We should do that. <laughs> that could be a cool yeah, race. That would be a cool like race. if you if you if you stop at an aid station, you get like a five minute time bonus, and if you skip an aid station, it's a five minute time penalty. Dude, can you imagine though if they gave if they gave a time bonus for using the slippery boys? Is that in the spirit of gravel using the slippery boys? Yeah, dude, they're like the slowest tire out there. I don't. I gotta <laughs> run. What? All right. Yep. All right. I got, well, you know, see famous you press conference. We'll have fun on ESPN. The I got to go do press conferences and, you know, talk about how my future victory, what it's going to mean to me in the city of Louisville and all that kind of stuff. <clears throat> well, I'm glad we got our talent debate out of the way while you're here. Yeah, I feel pretty good about it. <laughs> <laughs> I think you won. I think okay. you won the debate. See you, man. Yeah, I won. I did. All right. See you guys. <laughs> see you. Dude, the, the Grand Fondo New York was the first amateur. What is it? First amateur competition in the world to test out of competition. Okay. Really? Out of competition? Out of In bike racing? How do they do that? Bike racing? They test you at home. Just like if you sign up for Grand Fondo New York, then drug testers can show up to your house and be like, I don't know exactly how it works, but that's what they're saying. Wow. Wow. Dang, they take that seriously, man. Did you figure out how much money you make? On whereabouts? Uh, No, they just do at race testing. Oh. And just for like the, well, actually, I shouldn't say that. Someone actually wrote in and in one time and said what the protocol was. Maybe I, can I think find it's it. the winner, uh, and then another random person who raced. That sounds right. Doping. Are you looking that up now? Me? Yeah. yeah, I was trying to find it. Someone actually wrote in, and I don't even know if we were supposed to say it on the air, but someone wrote in because we were talking about the doping control with lifetime events one time and someone wrote in about it but oh yeah here it is i don't know if i'm supposed to read just this or read not. it just don't say their right. name <laughs> yeah 
Uh, you guys have mentioned USADA testing for lifetime events several times, and I have a little insight into that. The way they did it at Unbound, at least, was before the race, they selected four men and four women to be tested based on placing. So, for example, for the women, they selected first, second, seventh, and twelfth place women's finishers to be tested. Not necessarily the order on that day, just an example. Interesting. Uh, no one but the testers are allowed to know the placings that they have been that have been selected before or during the race. So the riders can't game the system by arranging to finish in a spot that won't be tested. Mm. Wow. See, I didn't even know this because clearly they don't tell me. Well, yeah, of course, because you're one of the participants. And maybe you're not even supposed to know oh, that. But <laughs> What if you just got DQ'd oh, from Lifetime? Oh, my gosh. Well, also, everybody who's listening who might be in Lifetime is DQ'd, which <laughs> yeah. is probably no one. No, I mean, you, you probably it's probably okay that you know that that's the protocol. You just would never know what placing is going to yeah. get tested right i i've not i have not been tested since i've been doing lifetime races maybe they never go as far back as 15th i was gonna say <laughs> i didn't see 17th on there yeah <laughs> um hmm. interesting okay well should we do listener questions uh yeah we can do that here one just came in like a few minutes ago a few minutes ago this is gonna be the quickest turnaround <laughs> for a listener question ever in the history of the show <laughs> Dylan, do you use a protein supplement or just keep it whole food slash plant-based? I recently started lifting again during the winter and thought it might be helpful if I had some extra protein slash calories on board during this block of training. I know you have mentioned supplementing with creatine. I was wanting to know if you added a plant-based protein supplement as well. Dude, if you're if you're supplementing with creatine, but then you're like, ah, oh, I'm against using protein powder, then I don't know. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> Yeah, I do use a I do use a plant based protein supplement. Uh, I think I use okay, the good. Garden of Life one. It tastes so bad. Oh, how spiritual Dude, of you! It tastes like it tastes like <laughs> somebody mowed the lawn and then took the bag of grass clippings and blended it in a blender. You know what tastes better than that? Dude, why do you keep using that? <laughs> you know I, what tastes better than that? What Meat. whey protein? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, fair enough. I mean, I don't, I don't want it to. T so I purposefully got this one because it doesn't have any sugar or any extra bullshit in it, right? It's just straight up like plant based protein, and that's it, right? Um, and it's got a bunch of different ones. Like, it's not just why wouldn't you just like dump a bunch of beans into your protein shake or something? <sighs> no, because th that's like, dude, if you did that, you would. <laughs> like you're you get stomach issues if you just drink i know i'm just drank beans you know i mean i'm you know <laughs> i i eat so many beans that i probably already do that but um yeah no it tastes it tastes awful i mean i i recommend this brand because it's uh i feel like the ingredients are good but i don't recommend the taste the taste is awful have you just i mean there's got to be other ones no, out there, there are right? other ones out We're there just like but who cares if, just adds add, you how much sugar do you consume otherwise? Well, like, dude, just look. It's okay, no, 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 you just no. have a little this bit of sugar is, in this there. This is how I. This better. is how I consume a protein shake of this stuff. I just pour a glass of water, <laughs> dump the scoop in, mix it up, and then I hold my nose and chug it as fast as I can. And then I and then I quickly get some more water to wash it down. And I like that. That's is how, that how I you like eat it. all your vegan food too. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you just hold your nose and scarf it down as fast as possible. Exactly, exactly. I actually just go out to the front lawn and graze like a cow would. Yeah, you don't have to mow it then. What? You don't have to yeah. mow it. Exactly. Dude, it's a win-win. 
Dude, is that what we heard in the background that one time? Was that just Nina out there yeah, jumping on grass? Like, and stuff? You were, you were like, we got someone over here mowing the lawn right now, and it's just Nina yeah. out there grazing <laughs> in the front yard. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Scott? You use protein powder? Uh, I guess, yeah. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? You he uses some kind of powder, but who knows if it's protein or not. Yeah, yeah, occasionally. <laughs> if I can remember, or like, I wouldn't say I'd do anything consistent. Now, does it go through your mouth or does it go through some other hole in your face? (laughs) (laughs) Just dumping in his ears. (laughs) All right. I think that answers that person's question. Yeah, they were asking Dylan. I'm not giving away my secrets. (laughs) Okay. Uh, okay, this one comes from Chris. Love the podcast. I live in Michigan and wanted to know your thoughts on a few decisions I've made. First, I just bought the new Boyd carbon rims for my gravel bike, but I put Maxxis receptors Mistake. on them in 40 millimeters. What are your thoughts on Mistake. the receptors? Okay. Should have been Pathfinder 42s or 47s? Um, you know what? I think that next year my favorite gravel tire is going to be a mountain bike tire. Should have been Race King 2.0. Dude, I... The uh, Schwalbe Thunderbird is a sick tire for gravel. It's the new. It's the new Pathfinder Forty Seven. What size? Two point one. Why are you giving that info away, dude? Okay, we're fifty four minutes into this podcast. I can guarantee you, if any of my competitors listen, they don't listen fifty four minutes in. <laughs> they they will after I mark that as our intro. What? <laughs> this should be training instead of listening to this. I sure. I mean, some people listen to podcasts while they train, though. Oh, that's true. <laughs> yeah, but they would have zoned out way long ago. <laughs> as soon as Dil- no or as soon as Dizzle about. started talking about talent yeah, again, for sure. they're out. I mean, no one got to this point in the podcast anyway because Dizzle talked about talent for fifteen. Yeah, minutes. that's really going to kill our um, viewership here. That fucking. <laughs> talent conversation dude i will say last 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 week's episode kind of popped off wait though, really so. dude that yeah. was so i was telling you before we started recording that was such a long and rambling recount of the bwr mexico like 45 minutes to tell the bwr mexico story and we got to the end and i still didn't know what happened yeah but i didn't i didn't talk about that in the intro dude you gotta hook them early what did you talk about in the intro I don't remember, but I definitely didn't talk about the fact that you like only talked about BWR for 45 Good. minutes. <laughs> Good. Uh, okay. Uh, Chris's second question is, I just bought a new mountain bike, an Orbea Oez nice. XTR. He attached a picture of Sick. it. Uh, I took the Wicked Will tires. Wicked <laughs> Will? Is Wicked that a Schwalbe? <laughs> Dude, Schwalbe's, Schwalbe's tire <laughs> names are like <laughs> Slippery <laughs> Sam or, or Dude, like... or like rocket ralph or you know what i mean there's always an alliteration name it's like some something that might describe a tire and then some weird name you know yeah yep uh well anyway aggressive arnold uh he took the wicked wheel tires tires and put the recon race tires Mm. on what do you think uh won't get here until around may but maybe but everything i've seen uh is that the bike is legit what are your thoughts yeah i think the the orbea oys is is that how you say it? it's not I, Oiz? Dude, I don't know oys 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 a was. was it's a sick <laughs> it's a sick bike because it's it's shockingly light right um like it's uh it's on par with 
the specialized epic for how light it is. Like I don't I don't really know how specialized does it getting the epic so light. It's magic. But the the oys is pretty close. Um if not if not right mm-hmm. there. And it's got, you know, it's uh I think it's it's either a hundred mil or a one twenty. It definitely comes with a one twenty fork meant for a one twenty fork and it's Yeah, it's a Fox W. Yeah, it's a shockingly light bike for a full suspension mountain bike. It's a cool bike. I would I would ride that bike for sure. What was the guy's question again? Are you are you are you foreshadowing an no, event that's to come? I wasn't. <laughs> okay. Oh, I see. He's he asks. So it it comes with the Wicked Will tires. But he's asking if he should swap those out for the Recon Race. No, you should swap it out for the. I mean, I don't know what you're doing with this bike. If you're just like tootling around your. He lives in Michigan. You li- He lives in Michigan. Okay. The answer yeah. is so. Or the answer do. is so obvious. It's uh. It's Conti so racing. obvious. <laughs> so what? obvious. He lives in Michigan and it makes it t- every person in Michigan has to run the same tire. Dude, because I've ridden in Michigan and I already the answer is obvious. But if you live in Michigan, it's even more obvious. It's Conti racing. Every single trail in Michigan. <laughs> Dude, I don't know about that though, because like to me, it's like if you're going to run one twenty, one twenty suspension, dude, you can't be limited by your tire. Why do like, you? You're gonna outride that tire. You're not so gonna fast. outride it in Michigan, man. I guess I haven't done a ton of riding in. Okay, Michigan. Okay, I don't. You know, I don't know where this guy rides in Michigan. I've, I've pretty much just done <laughs> Iceman and then the, one of the race there. a huge fucking place. You know that, right? <laughs> Massive state. <laughs> there's even like the there's this like segment that's like yeah, above the lake. Yeah, the UP. That they've got like wicked riding apparently up there. The UP is maybe he wants the wicked yeah, wheels. Maybe for that. the UP. The UP is apparently a lot more technical and gnarly. So if you live in the UP, then. You know, I don't know. Just stay home because it sounds a little too dangerous. But um, yeah, <laughs> I would any anywhere else. I would definitely go with the race kings. If you're racing, if you're not racing, dude, then no, you don't want race kings. Yeah. If you're not racing, then I don't know. I don't really know why it matters. Just keep, keep the wicked wills on. I don't even know what a wicked yeah, will sure. is, but sounds sounds like it's probably something. They got tan sidewalls. <laughs> I mean, that, you know. Okay, this next one comes from Dan. Uh, it's talking about pot, and it's not super fan algorithm, Dan. This it's is a different Dan. Pot? Is that what you said? <laughs> <laughs> is that what you said? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, dude, that's Scott. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, no, possible bonk bros race so he says hey guys i know you've been putting some feelers out there for races that the bong pros could attend next season and i wanted to throw a hat into the ring with a local race that we have here the race is the rocky point 50 on long island new york mm-hmm. that sounds kind of cool uh the course is a looped course with three loops of 17 miles each i know it's actually more than 50 whatever it's fine it's 51 miles it's fine uh usually held in late summer early fall the course is all northeast single track. Oh, I thought it was a gravel race. Sick, it's even better. Uh, single track with 650 feet of elevation per lap. While the course isn't as crazy as anything in the Lifetime or NUE series, the overall race itself is really cool, which is why you should come. When he says the course isn't as crazy as anything in the Lifetime Grand Prix, dude, that makes it sound like it's just a straight gravel race. Yeah, I don't know what he means by that. Right? I mean... Northeast single track is crazy. It's just endless rock gardens. So really? Yeah. I mean, if you ride in New York or Pennsylvania, it's like, you know how some areas of the country, it's like, okay, here's the rock garden section. 
No, the whole trail is a rock garden section. Oh, I thought I thought when he said northeast, he was like referring to like a trail system called the northeast, and you'd ridden this before. No, no he's talking about the oh. northeast of the U.S. I assume. Well, yeah, I mean that's where New York is. I I <clears throat> I know where New York is. I don't need him. Scott, I don't need to Scott, know Scott, that. It's have northeast. you ridden a New York geography lesson here? <laughs> <laughs> no, I know where New York is. Hey, what are you saying, Dylan? Scott, you've definitely ridden in New York, right? Uh, right, you probably, basically yeah. live there. Have you ridden on Long Island? No. He says on Long Island. Is it actually an island? There's mountain bike. I've never been there. Island. Really? Didn't one kid go to college in Brevard from? Dude, I have no idea. He said there was mountain biking. I thought all the I thought all the kids that went to Brevard were from. Canada. I mean, they are. Yeah, that's accurate. Well, I don't know. There's a really long description. What's the, what's the date of the it, race? But, uh, he just says that it's in late summer, early fall. Hmm. Maybe it's the same time as this Grand Fondo that's going on out there. We could just hit both of them. Oh, yeah, dude. <laughs> Tell them to partner up. I'm going to do the Grand Fondo in New yeah. York with the arrow bars and take the 20-minute time penalty. That could be legit. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, Dan, I don't know. Tell us when the dates are. Maybe maybe we can make it happen. Um, yeah, he talks about it like it's a local race. Uh, donations go to different charities, nonprofit uh he says, Think, thinking we could get a few well-known pros like you guys would be a f- really fun and help to grow the sport on Long Island. So he says on again. So it mm-hmm. must be like an actual island. That's cute. Of course, you guys would have a free place to stay if you made the trip. Uh, pretty awesome to see you guys there. Love the show, Dan. It's cute how he thinks we're well-known pros. Who's we? <laughs> <laughs> That's a great question. Uh, okay, this one's a comment from travis uh on episode 72 and 73 uh there were listener questions pertaining to how to get sponsorships and a lot of the advice from the bonking brothers was to find a job that allows you to train more so you have a steady income that doesn't rely on sponsors i just wanted to comment on the firefighter slash paramedic profession as a route for this 24 hours on with 48 hours off Leaves two full consecutive days for training. The best part is during that 24 hours on shift, you can also train. The profession encourages its members to stay fit and healthy, and most full-time fire departments have gyms for their members to work out in. It's a great time in the schedule to do strength training. On many occasions, I have even brought my Wahoo kicker into the station and put five-plus hours zone two training days. Mm. Uh, one piece of advice is to find a department that doesn't run their balls off, because if you are up all night running calls, you will have a hard time getting the rest you need to recover for hard training. Uh, here's just my in- advice. What is this in relation to? Can you sleep in the 24 hours? Cause Oh yeah, dude. Haven't you ever watched like Chicago fire or something like they've got beds and stuff in there. You can no, I've never sleep watched whatever you want. Why, why is this, really? why is this person telling us this? Were we talking about firefighters or something at some point on the show? <laughs> no, no, we, we were giving advice to some of the, the juniors or maybe like younger athletes who, who were like, how do I get enough sponsor oh, money to and this person? Be a this kid we were like, sponsors, we were like, so we told him to get a job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, and I think Drew brought up the fact that he had he had talked about or he had thought about going into fire academy, and I said I I had also had considered mm-hmm. that. Um, I hadn't considered it for that reason, but that is a pretty cool reason. Yeah, being a firefighter sounds dope. I'm not gonna lie, especially if you could just work Agreed. out on the job. You know? Yeah, that'd be sick. Kind of like being in jail, except like you're actually doing something for <laughs> society. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, do we, we want to do one more or you want to cut it off here? 
We can do one more. That's fine. No, cut it off. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta go. Uh, if I don't where? start training what now, is- I'm not gonna make it back before dark. It's dark at like four. How, how long are you gonna ride? Well, wow, I don't dude. know. The last two rides I've done, I've like trained for back gravel racing. Like five minutes after sunset. Just bring a light, bro. Well, that's the thing. I didn't have a light. Hmm. Like a head, like a one on the front or on the tail light. At least in the back, but the front's nice. Yeah, we too. didn't have anything, and I was wearing black clothes. <laughs> that sounds like <laughs> a you problem. So I'm trying to get out the door a little, a little earlier, you know. Dude, why are you wearing black clothes? I thought your kits were bright orange. Well, all the winter kit, like they gave me like ten rain jackets that are all. Or like, <laughs> dude, I thought your black. your kit was like blue and black and white, huh? Your new kit. Hey, dude, it's still 2023. Hmm. Oh, okay, can't train in that. At least you're oh, on a, at least you're on a bright orange bike, right? Orange bike and orange helmet. Yeah, so that yeah. helps. What about orange shoes? No, my shoes are silver. Did you have shoe warmers on? Black. Mm. Those usually have a little like a uh, reflector tag on it. So you want me to rely on a small piece <laughs> of reflecting tape? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. You should just put some reflectors on your spokes. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, so when they're coming up from behind me, they can see that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, those don't make any sense. Why don't cars you, Scott, why don't you just ride gravel? Then you don't have to worry about traffic. No, then you have to worry about when you're bombing down the left side of a gravel road, just smoking the one redneck out there, bear hunting or something. (laughs) Pretty much, dude. Dude, I was thinking about this the other day. Like, gravel racing is turning into a pretty dangerous discipline. I agree. You know what I ran into around a blind corner yesterday on my ride was a a tree that was down. There was just a tree down where I wasn't Ooh. expecting it, and I was right around a corner. And I was like, oh, and I grabbed my brakes. Did you smoke it? Yeah, with my face. Like, you can kind of see it right here. Damn, dude. That's where yeah. my face hit the tree. Dude, that's really going to affect your ability to graze your yard later. <laughs> I know, dude. It's okay. I already got enough dude, fiber from that tree yesterday. That is sketchy, though. Like, like, I've had that happen on single track for sure. Like, when you're riding some single track that isn't maintained as frequently, and, like, all of a sudden you come around a corner, and there's just, like, a huge down tree. Yeah. Or a person hiking. No, that's fine. Well, that happens like every day. They'll just freak out and jump out of the way, and then they'll yell at you. But Yeah, dude, momentum. It's not not actually dangerous, you know, because they they can actually, they have reaction time, hopefully. And they're softer than trees. (laughs) That's true. Man, if there's a a hiker listening this far into the podcast, I'm so pissed. (laughs) (laughs) We probably need to change something up then. We're having a hiker listen. I mean, I, yeah. I I doubt a hiker is listening an hour nine minutes into this podcast, but you never know. Do you think? Do you think they're a uh, a clog hiker? A clog hiker? You mean Crocs? Yeah, dude. Like Scott? Weren't we talking Scotty about how they're, they're actually called clogs? Yeah, they are clogs. Dude, Scott just got so happy all of a sudden. He's like, "Wow, they're finally talking about something interesting here." Yeah. Do they make running clogs? No. They make hiking ones. You're not supposed to do anything physically active in clogs, except for. Who says? Except for like Polish dancing or something, but I'm I'm serious though. Like, ha, have you have you ever seen like Scott? Do they make running Crocs? They make hiking. Well, they make like Crocs as a company. Yeah, they make running shoes, but they're not. They they're not, not Crocs, like normal shoes. Just Crocs, normal. Is, like they're not Crocs. Oh, okay. Wow. Have you ever tried running in them? Like just going out Clogs to do a couple Crocs. miles and yeah, the same thing. No. Crocs. I got the, dress the croc- Crocs. I got casual Crocs. I dress got- Crocs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? But do they look like cl- 
like the go on the Crocs website. They've with got holes boots. in them. They've got fucking. What is your clogs. what are your dude? I'm talking about the shoes that are made out of like foam and they have holes. What in do your dress Crocs look like? They're just like I I wouldn't call them dress Crocs, but like you could like like you wear them to work. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What's your job? Dress. Oh, crocs. I don't have a job. So. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, tell me they're these, one, they're they're these. I could wear them to work. They don't get much. <laughs> Dude, these ones are called flofers. Yeah, they're called foam loafers. Mm-hmm. That's what you Adam, have. You have a job. You should. You should get those. Yeah, except like I can just wear no shoes at my oh, job. Wow, that's gross, dude. I can wear no pants at my job. Gross. Why? Wait. Why? Because you mean, work not, from home. Gross. Oh yeah. I thought you were like a male stripper or something. <laughs> <laughs> Probably make more money doing that. Dude, look at this. Dude, they got, like, crogs with, like, fleece in them. You don't even need socks with those mm. things. I guess you don't need socks with any of them. Yeah. Dude, I want to see running clogs. I don't. Okay. Oh, dude, they have them. Oh, I knew it. They do make them. Okay, we can end there. Yeah, end, please. I feel like, I feel like we're, we're rambling. Okay. Uh, I guess we'll we see you guys next week. We rambling the whole podcast. Are you guys going to watch CrossNets? No. Is it even Is it even aired anywhere? Dude, if Crossnats is other than Crossnats the Ocho. is aired somewhere and gravel racing is not aired anywhere except for on an Instagram story, dude, what are you talking about, Dylan? Gravel's the most boring thing ever. <laughs> yeah, dude, and it's like way easier to air cyclocross. That's true. Yeah, it's like all in a field. It's like it's like made for prime time. No, I agree. Cross is much easier to watch than gravel, and gravel's so fucking boring. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're not wrong. Okay, we'll we'll end it there. Gravel's so boring. (laughs) (laughs) All right, see you guys.